last time on Oz Hour. Okay, last time on Oz Hour, Dorothy meets a shaggy man. And the shaggy man wants to go to a little city or, or ask for directions for a city called um, um, Buttersworth. <laughs> butters butter something um and so then they go hit the town and are she's like we're going this way we're going that way and then all of a sudden they run into all these different types of roads and she's like oh no i'm lost i don't know where we are and there's thousands of roads what do i do and he's like uh well let's just you know go this way and so they go and they go down one of the roads <laughs> and they meet this little sailor boy butter or button bright and he is so fucking annoying well he annoys the shit out of dorothy because he's like i don't know i don't know i don't know and uh then they continue on and they run into this little village with little foxes and they welcome them in and they're like hello 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 uh yeah it's ozma's birthday and we're trying to go and so then they meet the king and they do all these things. And now, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're done. Hi there, and welcome to Oz Hour, the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of Oz. That's right. With the help of some alcohol, we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series. Today, we will be continuing with book five, The Road to Oz, covering chapters four through seven. We are your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swangle. And joining us, as always, is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. I don't know why that song stuck in my head. Uh, yeah. Glad you got it out of your system. <laughs> Thank you. Hannah, you just played Last Time On, where you recapped what happened last time on Oz Hour. It took Hannah about a minute and eight seconds to cover it. And to be honest, you did pretty good. I would just say that the Shaggy Man wanted to know the way to Butterfield. Not Buttersworth. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she put a bunch of syrup in her coffee this morning, and I think it took over her brain. Um, also, uh, they choose to go down the seventh road, since seven is a lucky number for little girls named Dorothy. Can't possibly forget that. Also, importantly, the Shaggy Man has a love magnet, which is a tiny brown magnet That's that makes right. everybody love him. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. But overall, though, decent recap. It did take a minute and eight seconds, and last episode was the shortest episode we've ever had, so you probably could have done a little better than a minute <laughs> and eight, but still fairly decent. You know, I love to add my flair. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of mouth sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so before we started recording, Wyatt went ahead and whipped up some cocktails, so this morning we will be enjoying... That's right. This is the first morning recording we've ever done. So we went semi-mimosa inspired. What we're drinking today is a dewdrop, the name of which obviously will become clear later on, and the recipe for which you can find on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast. Forgive us, this has blue curacao in it, and we don't love that. All right, slurp it up. I don't mind that so much. No, yeah, it's fine. Chapter four, King Docks. So when we were last with our friends, you know, King Docks was like, oh, wow, your new friend seems so bright and great. And they're like, well, that's his name. It's Button Bright. Yeah. So King Docks is looking at Button Bright. Button Bright is looking at King Docks. King Docks never seen a fresher, fairer face on a child. 
And Button Bright's never seen a talking fox dressed up in a costume. So, oh, yeah. so they're both pretty interested in, <laughs> in each other. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so the king is like, "Oh, like, how do you like foxes?" And Button Bright, of course, says, "Don't know." Uh, and that makes sense, according to the king, because he's like, well, yeah, you don't know us. How can you say? He's like, what do you think my name is? And I'm like, why is this guy yeah. talking to Button Bright also, like this? leave Button Bright alone, and why the fuck do you think he can just guess your name? Like, are yeah. you trying to test <laughs> if he's, like, clairvoyant or something? He's curious. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But like, Button Bright is like, don't know. And then the fox is like, oh, how could he know? Why should he be able to know? What a clever boy that he doesn't know. Yeah, what? okay. I, I mean, know. maybe maybe El Frank Baum is being like, you know, it's smarter to admit that you don't know than acting like you know. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> take notes. <laughs> take notes from your own book. Um, but so the king tells Button Bright that his private name is Docs. But since a king can't be called his private name, his official kingly name is King Renard the Fourth, Renard with the accent on the Ren. And then Renard. <laughs> Renard. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they say it. Uh, but Button Bright is like, okay, well, what's, what is Ren? And the king is like, oh, how smart you are to ask. What's Ren? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, he just goes off. It's insane. And I don't understand why. Because all the boy asked was just, what is that sound yeah. you made? One of the like and it's soldiers in the throne room is like, that question is what your majesty might call a foxy one. And it's like, okay, what is happening? I, Leave Button Bread alone. <laughs> I honestly want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> this is camp. This is drag. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but so the king is like, okay, Button Bright, like, having told you my name, what would you call me? Now, Hannah, if the king's private name is Docs and his official name as the king is Renard the Fourth, what would you call him? King Docs. Interesting. Well, you're quite clever. That's what Button Bright also chooses, <laughs> and isn't he the cleverest boy? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Button Bright. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you Button are. Bright. <laughs> All you say is "Don't know" and King Docs. Yes. <laughs> Eat hot chip and lie. Yeah. <laughs> but the king does just completely just go off at this and. He just fawns over Button Bright and he's like, Oh, do you know why two and two make four? And Button Bright's like, No. Well, that's clever, isn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. None of us knows why two and two is four. We just accept it. Well done, Button Bright. Yeah. I don't know what is happening right this now. I want so out. Funny. I want it to end. <laughs> well, let's go back to the drum. <laughs> <laughs> we will be exiting this bubble of time because that's when King Docs says something interesting, okay. which is that Button Bright's beautiful blue eyes and his curled golden hair doesn't go well with such wisdom. He <laughs> looks so young and not as clever as he truly is. So he's going to do... Makeover. He's going to do Button yeah. Bright a great Big favor. Makeover. We need a montage. <laughs> <laughs> um, Get up in the morning like my mama. That's the song in the makeover. The oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, um, with, with that playing in the background. <laughs> Except it's uh, boys just yeah. want to have fun. It, and it's Button Bright's <laughs> voice. <laughs> <laughs> <Dunno>. <laughs> but yeah, 
King Dox is like, I will confer upon you the head of a fox so that you may, ha- may hereafter look as bright as you really are. So the king waves his paw, and Button Bright's head is transformed into a fox's head. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you killed her. <laughs> what? Dorothy yeah. screams, and no. probably makes the sound you just made. <laughs> no, like, uh, Dorothy just hears the words, and she's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. They watch Button Bright's head turn Ew, into a It, like, morphs head. like a werewolf, like in this movie. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's like neck breaks. It's the yeah, thriller the music video. Off. <laughs> but Poor Dorothy, after, like, his head transforms, Dorothy, like, literally, like, shrinks away. She's like, oh, no. Like, oh, my yeah. God. You're That's- a fox person. That's oh dreadful. God. It's horrible. Button Bright is sobbing. Okay, but how? Oh my God! I know, poor baby. I'm sure he looks adorable in his little sailor but, outfit. Yeah, he's wearing a little sailor outfit. Oh my God, he does! I head. forgot. The tears are coming out of his fox oh, eyes. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Dorothy's like, please don't like stop. And King Dogs is like, sorry, it's too late. I already did it. No I can't. Backsies? No takesy backsies. <laughs> yeah. But um, he's like, you know, if you prove to be as clever as Button Bright, I'll give you a fox head too. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> nobody wants to be clever in this room right yeah. now. She's like, I don't want that. It's dreadful. <laughs> Button Bright continues to cry. No. And the king kind of just is like, oh, like. I'm surprised you'd say it's dreadful, but, you know, like, I'm a great judge of beauty, and the fox head is much handsomer than his old one. Don't cry, little boy. Laugh and be proud, because you are so highly favored. Yeah. And I'm like, laugh and be proud, because you have a fox head now? Ugh, yeah. All your different teeth? Uh, all your teeth are different. Yeah. Ugh. All your teeth. <laughs> yeah, That's I don't like that. Don't try to acclimate me to Fox Society. I was out on a oh walk Oh, my God. Today. And now just everything, because your vision's different. Everything is different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Uh, he oh. like he has, like, fox breath now. No. <laughs> what is that? Um, but, uh, but, yeah. King Dox asks Button Bright, like, what do you think of your new head? And Button Bright's like, don't, no, no, That's still fucking, yeah. Still fucking doing that, I guess. Nothing's changed that much. But, yeah, we learn that King Dox doesn't have the power to change uh, Button Bright back, which does remind me of, like, when the wizard is flying away in his balloon, he's like, I don't know how to turn this thing around! Um, People out here just do things, apparently. Yeah, they <laughs> certainly do. Yeah, let's, let's take a moment to think. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dorothy and the Shaggy Man are not having Button Bright's new head, and they, like, kind of look at each other like, oh, we gotta get out of this yeah, place. Like, this yeah. is not a good Time place. Time to go. Yeah. Meanwhile, Toto doesn't recognize Button Bright, and is, like, barking and yapping and, like, snapping at him okay. uh, and Dorothy has to like stop him from doing that until yeah. he recognizes him when and then he does but for a minute he's like what the fuck is that um but, but right it's like feeling his new face and his yeah. ears are like twitching oh, and uh, I want one I want one too <laughs> oh my gosh well Button Bright is still crying but all the foxes seem to like his head um, and then he's reaching up, touching it, but then he's just bursting out and crying again. He's like, oh, like he stops crying, touches his fox head, starts crying again. So he's mm-hmm. in a cycle right now. <laughs> yeah. And Dorothy feels really bad. Um, 
But she also wants to laugh at him. <laughs> yeah, she won't dare because it's too distressing right now. Maybe yeah, later. Maybe yeah. later. Um, but King Dox's three little fox princess daughters come into the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're the same age as Button Bride, if they're older. I don't know. But they're like, oh, how lovely he is. How sweet he is. How beautiful he is. Oh, my like, God. They want to. Come be our little brother. <gasps> yeah, oh no, at first I thought they wanted some of that, but they just want him oh, to be little there. brother. Yeah, yeah, little brother. They want to treat him like a doll, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has got to get out of there quick yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean it does give button bright a little bit of an ego boost and he's like oh okay like i, I look good i look yeah. cute and he like, <laughs> tries to smile but his mouth is weird and he can't figure yeah, out he doesn't do know that. how to use his mouth <laughs> uh but the shaggy man the only adult in the room finally speaks up and he's like hey we ought to get going yeah. <laughs> like and the king is like oh well actually we're planning days of merrymaking and feasting to honor you so you really should stay here dorothy's like do it after we're gone man yeah, yeah. she's like we need to get going <laughs> we have things to do yeah but then like at that point finally the king kind of looks like he scowls at them he looks like kind of pissy about it and dorothy's like okay okay but you know we need to get to ozma to make sure you get invited to her party and then basically the shaggy man and her are both like okay hopefully that works because the king looks unhappy yeah so it's kind of decided that since it's already the evening the shaggy man dorothy button bright and toto they're gonna stay the night with the foxes they're gonna go to supper they're gonna go to the theater first thing in the morning they're gonna <laughs> head out on their own are you laughing at the theater yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so at that point they agree to all that stuff and they are led to their chambers like to like change and rest for a minute button bright is afraid he does not want to go alone so he just goes with dorothy um and these socks or fox servants are combing their hair tying ribbons they're trying to get them to wear all those woven feather clothes and they're like no we don't want that (laughs) like no thank you they're trying to kidnap them seriously yeah they are they're trying they're literally turning them into foxes so is that what has happened to their whole city Oh, oh my god, everyone. <gasps> That's an A24 movie. <laughs> oh my god. This is like Get Out. Yeah, it is, but with foxes Wait. and humans. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it could be. A24. So, you know, the maids are like brushing Button Bright's little face. They put pink little bows around his ears. He remembers he's a fox, starts crying again. And Dorothy's like petting his head and comforting him. And she's like, like Button Bright, Ozma is going to find a way to get your old head back. Don't worry. Just like be patient until we get to Ozma. Um, and she's like, Can you can you wait? Can you handle it? And he's like, Don't know. But he <laughs> oh, stops crying. Baby. Um, and she pets his head like a fa- like like oh, a pet. Oh, she I loves know, him so now. Cute. Yeah, he's her little baby. Yeah. <laughs> but so once they're all gussied up, they um, meet the Shaggy Man in the drawing room before dinner, and guess like how he got all gussied up. Uh, his hair was braided. Just kidding. He looks exactly the same. Oh, no. so I'm joking. He <laughs> he refused everything. He was like, I don't want my hair brushed. I don't want new clothes. Like. I'm the shaggy man. If I'm not shaggy, then what am he I? Says man? He, yeah. he says that he did brush his hair and his mustache, but Dorothy like looks at it and she's like, maybe he brushed it the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks fucked he up. He teased it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they go to dinner. Uh, um, and dinner is good. Yeah, dinner is delicious. They have chicken soup, roasted turkey, stewed duck, fried grouse, boiled quail, goose pie. Uh, 
broiled quail. Oh, was it broiled? Yeah, that sounds broiled. better than boiled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know how like their city is adorned with all these like bird ornaments? Basically, all of those birds are on their table right yeah. now and they're eating them. Yeah. I see, I they see. They only eat birds and um. fowl. Um, but then they go to the theater and they see this play. It's about the foxes who get kidnapped by wolves. They get taken to a cave um, and then saved again. And Dorothy's like, oh, this reminds me of an Aesop fable. And the king hates that. <laughs> He's, He's like, like don't, don't mention Aesop. Yeah, don't say his <laughs> name. Oh He's like, tip when he hears a pun. <laughs> yes, yeah. But he basically, he's just pissed because Aesop made foxes look really mean. He's like, that's fake news. Literally, yeah. <laughs> like, We're not wicked and cruel. It's a witch hunt. <laughs> now, the thing about Aesop's fables is that Aesop wrote 28, like almost 30 fables that featured foxes as the main character. And foxes are always like conning and manipulating the other animals. But like, it's pretty much because like Aesop is using the fox as a surrogate for like complex human emotions and interactions. So Aesop is actually like saying foxes are cool and super smart when he makes them assholes in his stories. But King Docs doesn't get that. Sorry, I'm an Aesop apologist. No, I, uh, I love that. I'm an apologist. Is that what your thesis is on? Yeah. <laughs> so if you can sit here for the next two hours, I will convince you. Okay. So after the play, they go back to the palace and sleep on soft, comfortable beds stuffed with bird feathers, duh. But Dorothy is like, why do the foxes even wear clothes? And King Docs is like, because we're civilized? Yeah, he's like, we're like you you wear clothes we wear clothes like because dorothy's like you already have a fur coat and he's like well no i mean we were just born like this so that's naked for us and part of being civilized is wearing clothes and the prettiest possible so all your neighbors will envy you um and the shaggy man comments that is not how he dresses <laughs> he's like i don't actually really do that and king doc says well maybe that's just a sign of how civilized you are basically yeah he read him for filth yeah but shaggy man's filthy so there we go yeah. so now they go to bed um and they have a good night's rest the next morning they have breakfast with the king and say bye-bye when they're all done bye-bye um, and dorothy's like yeah thanks like you were so kind to us except for button bright yeah um, she literally <laughs> says that she's like, aside <laughs> from button bright you were really good and, and, but, and she does promise to see if osmond will send an invitation if they see her in time and the king reminds her it's on the 21st then yeah that he always wanted to see the emerald city oh yeah which yeah. is kind of sad. <laughs> it is kind of sad, yeah. but I'm mad at him. <laughs> I'm mad at him, yeah. but also I want him I want him to see the Emerald City. I want the best for him. Everyone deserves to see the Emerald City. Yeah, at least, at least once. <laughs> um But yeah, so the King Docs gives them all like packed lunches to take with them. Shaggy Man puts them in his giant pockets. <laughs> um and he sends them out the village on the opposite side that they entered. And when they get to the exit of the town, there's, like, more soldiers guarding that side of Foxville, just like when they came in. And they're like, what are you, like, scared of some enemies or something? And they're like, oh, no, like, the guys in the next town over are idiots, but we got to just show them that we're not afraid. Yeah, and he, they're like, oh, yeah, like they're just, like, beasts. And the Shaggy Man is like, okay, well, like, what kind of beasts? Like scary beast and they're kind of like uh, you know you'll you'll figure it out like but you don't uh. have you don't have anything to worry about like you're not in danger like you're clever enough 
enough to be like protected by it or well, from them. Frankly, he says like, "Oh, don't worry. Like Button Bright here is clever no. enough to protect you." Well, you <laughs> ruined him. The, the Shaggy yeah. Man and Dorothy look at each other like, "So the four-year-old's gonna protect us? Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> go this way." Basically, no. but. It's the only way to go. Yeah, and they know that they can't get information out of the guard. They're like, okay, whatever. We're going to fucking get out of here. And that is the end of Chapter 4, King Docs. (laughs) And Blake, what would you call that? I would call that Dorothy Leaves Foxville ASAP. (laughs) Fables. Woo! (laughs) Woo! So that's the thesis. Chapter 5, The Rainbow's Daughter. You heard that right. You heard that (laughs) right. (laughs) So Toto is thrilled to be free of the city of foxes. He's like, oh my God. Because Dorothy was basically holding him that entire time because he wanted to chase foxes. So now he's free. He can run around, be chase butterflies, jump around, bark, not a care in the world. Um, Dorothy and the Shaggy Man begin to realize, like, they've been walking for a while. The country's beautiful, full of, like, wildflowers and fields and trees and birds and rabbits. No houses. No houses. No people. No people. Wild. So it's beautiful, but, yeah, wild. And they're walking pretty, like, at a good speed for a couple of hours. Uh, And then they they have, like, like, a... A path that they're following? They're on the road They're on the road. So here's the question. <sighs> Granted, we never knew if this was a paved, you know, US 25 or whatever kind of road, or if it was a dirt road. I'm I used ass- to a yellow brick road. So I assume... No, this is... I assume dirt road, because remember, so like yeah. we started like at Dorothy's front door, mm-hmm. and then they just followed the road, and now we're in Foxville. Yeah. Okay. So I'm picturing it dirt road, but like in Foxville, maybe they had like cobblestone, yeah. and then outside of Foxville, it's dirt again, or something like that. So they're walking along a dirt road, yeah. and they turn a corner, and they see a curious sight. <gasps> they see a Kittens? little... No. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make how a curious. guess. <laughs> <laughs> no. What they see is a little girl, and she's wearing a gown of this, like, really fine fabric that looks like spider webs, but it's, yeah. like, colored with, like, violet and rose and olive and azure. So it's, like, a rainbow-colored fabric, yeah. and, and it's, like, floating around her. She's dancing, would you say, manically? I would say maniacally. Okay. <laughs> maniacally. She's a no. manic She's, pixie frantic. dream girl. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> much. She is moving, but she's beautiful. She's radiant and she's twirling and she has like golden hair that kind of just like floats around her head. It doesn't really float, but like it's it's just light. So it's like it's just whipping around uh, and she is just fucking going off yeah, she's like she's the like, same she has height. her airpods in <laughs> yeah she's at a silent disco or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silent disco. um but she's about the same height as dorothy she looks like she's about the same age just more slender um so i think like a 12 year old ballerina basically yeah and, and the gang is like amazed yeah they're, they're just they're like, watching the her fuck? just like with the fox archway yeah. um but she notices them. She stops dancing. She's like on point, like in a pirouette. And like she just freezes there and she's crying. Yeah. Her violet eyes are just filled with tears, like brimming. Her face is wet. Oh, by the way, her tears are stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm jealous. And uh, Dorothy is like, oh shit, like 
I can't believe that girl was just dancing like so incredibly and also like sobbing at the same time. Wow, uh, she's impressed. She felt emotion yeah. from that performance. She did. Yeah. And she was like, brava. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy approaches and she's like, oh, like, are you unhappy? Like, are you okay? And like the girl's like, very unhappy. I'm lost. <gasps> And Dorothy's like, yeah, well, so are we, but we're not crying about it. <laughs> Whoa, I'm Dorothy. not very happy with Dorothy in this book. <laughs> um, You're never but, happy with any of the characters. <laughs> the little girl is like, well, why don't you cry about it? Dorothy's like, listen, sister, I've been lost a million times. <laughs> like, this is nothing. Um, she seasoned. Yes. But the little girl's like, yeah, well, me, never been lost before, kind of freaked out. Let's have some compassion. Yeah. So, um, well, and Dorothy's like, well, you don't seem very worried. I mean, you're dancing about. And she's like, yeah, it's fucking cold. I'm trying to keep myself warm. I'm like, I'm not dancing from joy, like I promise. Yeah, she's like, I thought, I feel like I'm going to freeze to death. Yeah. Okay. It is a balmy it's day in August. August. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy's like, okay, like, she doesn't look warm, and like, I'm not warm, it's like, humid here, but whatever. So she's just like, okay, sure. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, the girl's like, I'm polychrome. Dorothy's like, sorry, poly who? Polychrome. Whoa. She is the rainbow's daughter. Yeah. Her dad is, is the rainbow. <laughs> the rainbow? The very the same. The rainbow, yeah. Is there always... Is there... Okay. I'm going to have some questions lined up real I quick. Think, okay. <laughs> Let's go. So there's only one rainbow. Yes, and he's very busy. Um, Is he like the avatar where they grow old and then a new one comes or is it always the same rainbow? Don't know. Okay. That's all my questions. Okay. okay. You might get more. But Dorothy's like, okay, wait, the rainbow has children. I uh, didn't know that, but like you're very lovely and sweet. Uh, so I should have realized that you were the rainbow's daughter of all people. <laughs> That's not yeah. enough for me to ever think that anyone is a daughter, yeah. a child <laughs> of a ra- the the rainbow. Yeah, you're yeah. pretty and you dance. You must be the rainbow's child. <laughs> oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me yeah. because yeah. you twirled around in the street a minute ago. <laughs> um, now, Polychrome smiles through her tears. She walks up to Does Dorothy. Does she need to be somewhere over the rainbow? Oh, Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. L. Frank Baum says that Polychrome wraps her slender fingers around Dorothy's chubby hand. That's rude. Yeah, what? Dorothy's just a little girl. Dorothy's not chubby. She's brawny. Yeah. How slender is she? She can't be that slender. Apparently, Dorothy's well. a freaking fat ass. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> She's stocky. <laughs> She's a farm girl. She's we love a, a stocky girl. girl. She's buff. <laughs> but Polychrome is like, you'll be my friend, won't you? To which I say, you, Polychrome, don't beg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Dorothy says, of course. Uh, and then Dorothy introduces everyone else and herself. Dorothy of Kansas, Shaggy Man, owner of the lug mag- love magnet, she says specifically. Don't uh, tell people. Yeah. Don't do the voice. Yeah. <laughs> but button, and then she introduces Button Brighton. She's like, but that's not what it usually looks like. So, yeah. And things then are, no mention of Toto. Ha- things are weird right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah. you get to see the real Button Bright. I don't know if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Polychrome's feeling at ease with her new friends. And she's like, oh, like, what about this thing pointing at Toto? She's like, did a fox king enchant him too? And she's like, no, he's a meat dog. Like, that's just what he looks like. (laughs) Yeah. And then Dorothy's also like, can I call you Polly for short? Uh, And Polychrome is like, yeah, you can call me Polly. Just don't call me late for dinner. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So they're chilling. Um, the Shaggy Man asks Polychrome how the late Rainbow's daughter came to be lost on such a lonely road. And Polychrome explains that her father, the Rainbow, stretched all the way to the surface of the road just this morning and that she was dancing on the surface. And then she didn't notice that she danced so far away from the bend in the circle. And she began to slide down the end of the Rainbow. Yeah. And the Rainbow lifted off the ground and left without her. Yep. And she tried to climb it and grab it, but it just melted away. And she was left alone on the cold, hard earth. Yeah. And she's used to living like way closer to the sun. So she's like used to warmer temperatures. Oh. So that's why she like immediately was like, I'm going to freeze to death. Oh but gosh. her dancing saved her from that. It's uh, like Adam Sandler and little Nikki. Yeah. Oh yes, like we're the big puffy coat. <laughs> yeah. I'm from the deep south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's deep. <laughs> So Dorothy is like, is your father going to know you're missing? Like, is he going to come back and look for you? And Polly's like, you know, like maybe, but it's raining in so many parts of the world right now. He's a very busy man um, because he has to be in all those places at once. One rainbow for all of the rain. Rain chaser. Oh, yeah. That's a career. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But at that point. Dorothy uh, is like, okay, like, here's what we're going to do. Like, everybody just come with me. I know someone who lives in the Emerald City who will help us. Yeah. And then Polychrome joins her. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Traveling will honestly keep my body moving and keep me warm. And my dad can find me here as well as he can find me anywhere else. Yeah. So well, he's not going to well go this. with you to the Emerald City. Yeah. Um, so it's very first book vibes here. Um, but yeah, the off they go um and polychrome spends the first little bit of the walk like clinging to dorothy and holding her hand staying close but eventually she like can't help it she just has like so much in her (laughs) that she just dances she's dancing the whole way she dances like up ahead so far that they can't see her and then dances back and then it's like hello yeah. And dancing she's like twirling again. and leaping around, and she's also staying warm as part I'm of it. I'm polychrome when I see my oh. friends. <laughs> see, that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Everybody loves having her on board. Oh. Like she's vivacious. We I like how she is. Uh, but yeah, she's running, dancing. The crew's pretty happy to have her on board, and that's how we end chapter five: the Rainbow's Daughter. And Blake, what would you call that? A colorful personality. Chapter six, the city of beasts. (gasps) That's right. So they're walking along and at noon they decide to open the lunch baskets that uh, King Docs gave them. Yeah. Which I'd already forgotten about by this point. Yeah, me too. I don't even know what you're talking about. But But there's turkey, there's cranberry sauce, there's bread and butter. So it's like a decent like little Thanksgiving leftover leftover meal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the shaggy man cuts up the turkey, passes it around and polychrome is like, um, do you have dewdrops or mist cakes or cloud buns? Which dewdrop is the name of our drink? 
And Dorothy's like, of course we don't have those. We eat solid food on the surface of the earth. What are you talking about? Yeah, how about some iced tea, bitch? Yeah, she's like, here's some cold tea. Try some Arnold of that. Palmer. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, lemonade? Uh, but, uh, you know, Polly's watching Button Bright gobbling up this turkey leg. And she's like, is it good? And he's like, yes. And she's like, okay. What is he eating it? Like, you know that scene in Mr. Fantastic Fox? Mr. Oh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fanta- yeah, where he is eating his meat, and he's like... <laughs> it, it is that. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's exactly that. Um, like, his little fox lips are curled away from his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Polly's like, should I eat it? And Button Bright's like, not this one. This one's mine. Yeah, and she's and, like, no, I mean another one. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I just mean the turkey in general. He's such an idiot. Yeah. Um, and he's like, don't know. Yeah. Um. So Polly decides she's so hungry, like she's just gonna try the solid food. Yeah. Which good for her, because when she was like, um, I've only ever eaten uh dewdrop and mist cake. I <laughs> I can imagine not wanting to try the dead bird that it's, got cooked. It's yeah, better than like different. Eureka and Jim yeah. just being like, what I want isn't here, so I'm gonna starve. Oh, yeah, and complain seriously. About it. True. So she tries a thin piece of turkey breast, uh, and some bread and butter, and she likes it. She's like, oh, that's actually really good, but like. It does not satisfy my hunger at all. It actually satisfies uh. it, it like too quickly, I think, where like she just eats like literally these tiny little portions and she's like, ah, I'm full. Oh my God, she's um. an elf. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She's a little sprite. Dorothy baby. is like, that's how much a bug eats. Or yeah. Something like <laughs> how much a fly would eat. Oh, you know, how much a fly uh, would eat. Yeah. And she's like, but you know, like I know people from the land of Oz that don't even eat at all. And the Shaggy Man is like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Um, But yeah, Dorothy tells him about the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman. And Button Bright's like, are they alive? Yeah, which is a great question. It's like, oh, they don't eat? Oh, are they alive? Dorothy's like, oh, they're alive. They're clever. They're nice. I'll introduce you when we get to Oz. The Shaggy Man asks Dorothy, like, do you really think we're going to make it to Oz? We have no idea where we are. Um, and she's like, I don't know what to expect, but when I get lost, I always end up in Oz. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, okay. Yeah. Like she's, like, like, <laughs> I, she, she's an Oz more than I think, like, in the real yeah, world. Yeah, we've seen her in Oz more yeah. than the real world, it's at like, least. Yeah. Yeah. I assume that, like, every book only takes place, like, maybe six weeks tops apart like it's just it seems like this we're on book five and it seems like it's been a total of like four months god i guess but ozma hasn't had a birthday yet for the entirety of the series true oh yeah and was tips birthday the same as Ozma? so it makes me wonder if it's like then if that is the case then not even a year has gone by from book two to where we are now which that's, that's too much okay although we don't necessarily know how much time passed between tip transforming to Ozma and then dorothy oh, getting back to oz that's so true the birthday maybe that could have passed. passed yeah but it hasn't been more than two years for sure and so it is insane do you think so dorothy has the ability to go back whenever she wants is she doing that and we're just not reading every time she does it like (gasps) does she go back like like, between books yeah as far as i know she's only met ozma like twice yeah Yeah. but she could have been back there very 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 close with Ozma. they're like she could have gone back every weekend she Mm -hmm. could be there every saturday from 2 a.m cross your fingers to you know 10 a.m yeah i wonder how often dorothy goes to oz Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna huh? ask. I'm gonna write a letter to the author. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like, we. I always make it to Oz, so we'll see. All we can do is wait and see. So Button Bright, you know, he's still hung up on the Scarecrow Tin Man talk, and he's like, "Is the Scarecrow gonna scare me?" And Dorothy's like, "No, Button Bright, you're not a crow." And also, his painted face is so friendly. Okay, so after lunch, they take off again with Polychrome dancing ahead and coming back and dancing ahead and coming back. Uh, and Toto's kind of running with her, too. Yeah. But she runs ahead and comes back. But this time she's walking and she's more serious. <gasps> and she says, there's a city ahead. <laughs> And her eyes are just white. Yeah, she's <laughs> horrified. All of a sudden, she's a ghost. <laughs> yes. City ahead. And um, Dorothy's like, okay, well, we were actually warned about a city that holds a bunch of stupid beasts, but the beasts can't harm us. And Polychrome well, is like... you're calling them stupid. <laughs> right? Well, I know. Polychrome is like, mm, okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll see what happens. But it's a pretty big city, and the road runs right through it. So very much Fox... Bill. Shaggy Man's like, don't worry, Polly. I've got the love magnet. I won't let anything hurt you guys. And after a while, they come to a sign. And the sign says, half a mile to Dunkerton. Should I spell it? It's spelled quite poorly with missing letters and <laughs> in a way that you would think was written by a five-year-old. Well, yes. by like a 30-year-old pretending to be a five-year-old. So the sign says half a mile to Dunkerton, and the Shaggy Man reads the sign, and he's like, oh, they're donkeys. Like, okay, stretch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, they're donkeys. We've got nothing to worry about. And Dorothy's like, yeah, I mean, donkeys kick. Um, the Shaggy Man goes to a tree. He's insane. He cuts off like young branches, like switch their switches, and he hands them around. And he's like, okay, like, don't be afraid to order them around. Like, just whip them if they're being bad. And they're going to be used to, to it. it. Yeah, because they're just donkeys. So just whip them with the switch and they'll be fine. Imagine some guy walks into your town with a switch. And he's like, I'm not scared of you. And <laughs> just starts beating everybody with switches. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know where he got this experience. Is he like a donkey wrangler? Like, is he a farmhand? Yeah, how, okay, how so did he how... just immediately be like, we got to get these? Yeah, go down <laughs> to the willow. <laughs> how old is the Shaggy Man? Because the first time Ooh. I read this book, I was like, oh, he would be played by George Clooney. But now I'm like, oh, he oh. would be played by someone who's 97 years old. He strikes me as being, like, in his 40s, which would mean he was born in, like, 1860. Okay. So, like, if, uh, if he took a shower and shaved his face, he'd be, like, kind of cute. Well, I don't know if he'd be cute, but he would be 40. I would like I'd to see it. him played by Willem Dafoe. Ooh, oh, that's okay. good. That's pretty old. That is older, Willem but Dafoe. Willem Dafoe from, like, 2004. I feel like he'd make a good uh, shaggy yeah. man. Oh, my God. <sighs> anyway so the road finally brings them to the gates of the city and the city is surrounded by a high wall and it's all white and it's like the gate isn't so much as of a gate as it is just like a small opening in the wall yeah it's just like a open door it's an archway yeah but it specifically says there's no gate no bars it's just a hole in the wall and they don't see anyone but they hear something (gasps) Yeah. It is an enormous sound. It's so loud. They have to plug their ears. It's like cannon fire and thunder. They don't know what it is. And it's like painful. It's, it's awful. I wonder if Button Bry's ears are more sensitive now. I wonder if he hates it even oh, more good than that. Oh, good point. Them. Yeah. He's like, I don't know 
Sorry. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. <laughs> but they hate it. But they're also unharmed. So they're yeah. like, let's just go inside and see what the fuck that is. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily what I would do. No. I, no, but I mean, I don't know what I like, do. What, you can't walk around. I mean, you run away. Well, that's the thing. Couldn't but they just walk around? Maybe if you go it? off the road, uh, there might be danger. That's true. Yeah. So. But they go inside. Yeah, they go inside and they see the source of the cacophony, which <laughs> is a row of donkeys just kicking sheets of iron and tin with their back legs. Yeah. Just like. What I'm imagining is that like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're raising an alarm. Oh. But, um, but the, it's huge. Like it's, it's these huge pieces tons of, of tin. Them. And they're just like kicking them as hard as they can. So it's super loud. Um, and the shaggy man just runs straight up to a donkey and whips him with a switch. He's like, quiet down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. He's like, you it stop works. it. Oh. And yeah, he did. And he did the whole row of them. He whipped <gasps> him each and said, you stop it. And then he did all of them. And then they all stopped. Very Do easy. they not talk? Well, the shaggy man, after he stops all of them, is like, why the hell are you causing this racket? And they're like, oh, we thought you were foxes. We, we uh, do that to keep the foxes away. They hate that sound. Run away. And Shaggy Man's like, there's no foxes here. And they're like, what about that one? That one has a little head. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like, okay. like, Got me there. Yeah. He's like, fair <laughs> enough. Like, like, but yeah, he explains Button Bright's condition. And the donkeys are like, oh, okay. Well, sorry, but also like, you know. Why would we know that? Yeah, <laughs> Basically, exactly. uh, but they're just staring at all the newcomers, and it's like strange. It's like all these donkeys just staring at them. So Elfring Baum tells us what the donkeys look like. Um, they wear these like large collars, like Shakespeare. Yeah, like the rough. Um, the gentlemen wear pointed caps between their ears, and the ladies wear sun bonnets that their ears like stick out through. Um, other than that, they're completely naked except for like bracelets and anklets that they wear on their hooves. Sexy. And the worst, <laughs> the worst part is they walk on their hind legs and use their front ones as arms. Uh, so picture a donkey standing Just on a normal donkey legs. wearing a ruff and a hat <laughs> with yeah, an anklet. Hate that. And like they can't put their arms down at their sides. They have to keep them like out in front of them. Like It probably helps them balance anyway. Yeah, you know, they just walk like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, that's how I walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, always, you're always doing something with your claw. I got yeah. those little T-Rex hands out. You gotta, you gotta be ready. <laughs> the Shaggy Man keeps lecturing the donkeys. He's like, well, that's not a very nice way to welcome your visitors and they're like okay like we didn't mean to be impolite but we weren't expecting yeah, you you, you weren't didn't invited. send visitor yeah, cards we don't know you yeah the shaggy man is like okay well that's fair but like we're actually super important and distinguished and oh. we must accord a proper consideration the donkeys are like whoa big words yeah awesome yeah <laughs> they're they're into that they bow to him and they're like okay guys like you get to go meet our king King Kickabray. Yeah. He'll he'll greet them name. as becomes their exalted stations. Um Dorothy just I don't know if she's like bored of being in the background for this moment or something, but she's just like, Yeah, that's right. Take us to someone who knows something. And it's like, okay, you did not <laughs> whoa, have to whoa, talk. Whoa. Yeah, shut up. Um but yeah, one of the donkeys is like, oh, we all know something or we wouldn't be donkeys. The word donkey does mean clever, you know. It's in the encyclopedia Donkaniara. Donkaniara? 
the Duncan Yarada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is the just cleverest ending to a chapter you could hope. Uh-huh. And that is the end of chapter six, The City of Beasts. And Blake, what would you call that? I don't know, but this chapter's a real kick. <gasps> I like that. Chapter 7. The Shaggy Man's Transformation. You heard that right. Yeah. <laughs> Do that on every chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so they are walking through the city at this point. They're going to meet the king. And all the buildings are low, and they are whitewashed brick. The homes are, like, placed really haphazardly. So, like, the streets aren't just, like, straight and linear. Like, the homes are just placed wherever. Um, and the donkey explains that stupid people need to have their roads straight and their houses marked with numbers so they can find their way around. But donkeys are so clever, they just put buildings wherever the fuck they want to. Yeah, and, and they just remember. And they just remember. Okay. I will say, so then he's like, oh, and, like, also, like, it's prettier than just having straight streets. And I think, like, I was like, well, that's kind of true, though. Like, if you think of, like, a European village with, like, little winding streets versus, like, the grid of, like, downtown Portland. it's like sure it looks great. It's a little more interesting. But Dorothy is like, oh, like, I don't think that's true, but she doesn't say anything. Every building is a square, is a white square. That would be super confusing. Yeah, that's disorienting. All right, if donkeys can do it, fine. They're smarter than me. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to see what it looks like. Because symmetry sometimes looks nice, but also... Yeah, some organic shapes in there, too. That's good. I don't mind that. All right. So Dorothy's, like, contemplating everything we're talking about. But then she sees a sign that says, Madame de Fake, hoofist. Now, what's a hoofist, she asks. And the donkey who's leading them, it's just gray donkey, is, like, he basically just explained it's a palm reader. It's someone who looks at your hoofs and tells you your fortune and stuff. Um, Also, L. Frank Baum super into that shit yeah but then he also kind of like derides it because the shaggy man is like oh man like you guys have it all down here uh and it's like yep they certainly have it all it's the best place on earth most civilized place on earth yeah because they have palmistry yeah because they yeah because they can do palm reading and they have like unorganized streets uh and whitewash (laughs) so yeah so they have it going on it's popping they keep on walking They find or they pass this house where these two young donkeys are painting the walls by dunking their tails in the whitewash and rubbing their tails on the walls. Um, And Button Bright's like, that looks like fun. Um, And the donkey's like, no, it's work. No, no, (laughs) no, that's work. (laughs) Work can be fun. They can be. But yeah, they make the young donkeys whitewash the walls to keep them out of trouble. Um, and Dorothy's like, don't they go to school? And the donkey's like, they're born wise. Yeah, we're born All donkeys smart. Are born wise. We just learn from experience. School's for idiots. You don't need books. <laughs> this yeah. is giving hippy dippy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. He says that books are only fit for those who know nothing and are obliged to learn from other people. And I'm like, is he talking about this podcast? Is this yeah? Is this play about us? <laughs> <laughs> this play is about us. <laughs> Um, but so then after a time though, they end up coming, uh, to the, a doorway and there are two hooves painted above it, a tail and then a crown, uh, and it's very, very crudely painted and a scepter. There's also a scepter painted. Uh, <laughs> and the donkey who's been guiding them is like, okay, like I'm going to see if King Kikabray is home. 
And then he does so by Thank saying, Wee-haw! 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 And he kicks the door like 10 times. Oh, he just like turns and just smacks it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cr- yeah. That's you how you see if the king is home. Not doing that on my front door. <laughs> or I will. I will hurt someone. God. Well, I'll fucking chop off your little feet. That's how King Kickerberry likes his door to be knocked mm-hmm. down, though, because after a minute, he appears and he's like this white donkey with uh, spectacles. His head pokes out and he's like, have the foxes gone? Ew, that's giving me like, <laughs> it's giving me when donkey turned into a horse. Oh, oh it is that. Shrek. It is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, Are the f- have the foxes gone? And the gray donkey's like, oh, they were never here, most stupendous majesty. <laughs> and so... The gray donkey shows the king their new arrivals, and he's like, hey, these are travelers of great distinction. King Kickerberry's like, okay, well, come on inside. So they Um, enter a large room, but there's absolutely no furniture, and there's just a bunch of woven mats on the floor. It's clean. Like, it's not dirty. It's, like, tidy, but it is completely bare except for the woven mats. What furniture is a donkey gonna have? They just yeah. need the exactly. hay bedding, basically. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so King Kickerberry we'll like it. sits on his haunches, like in the middle of the room, <laughs> and this little brown donkey runs in. Like, <laughs> he's just so little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, like the size of buttons. Is he kind of fuzzy? <laughs> yeah. I oh think yeah. So. He's like he has like downy fur. Uh, it's like he's like those little Shetland ponies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he, he puts a crown on the king's head. He hands the king his scepter, and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he and gets. Runs out. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the fuck out. Yeah. And so the king is like, hey, like, who are you? Like, what can I do for you? And he's like eyeing Button Bite suspiciously because of his fox head. He's like, I know what the fuck you're doing. Uh, yeah, and the shaggy man, like, he's caught on to the donkeys pretty quick. So he's like, okay, I'm going to use big words and I'm going to suck some dick, basically. <laughs> so he's like, most noble and supreme ruler of Dunkerton, we are strangers traveling through your dominions. And, like, just this whole monologue with all these big, like, superfluous words. King Kickabray loves that shit. The king is very pleased with the speech, and the love magnet also is probably helping, like, the shaggy man make the king love him. That's just part of it, we're told. Um, And the donkey's like, you know, those words are so wise that you might as well be a donkey. A mere man should not be able to use that kind of speech. So he's going to bestow the greatest gift he can onto the shaggy man. Any idea where this is going? Um, no. Well, he tells us <laughs> a donkey's head. <laughs> no! <laughs> Dorothy, oh Dorothy's God. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. The shaggy Why do man. They keep on wanting to do that. I know. The shaggy man screams. He tries he, like, to run. He backs up. He's like, no, 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 don't fucking do that. But Kickabray just waves his scepter, and in a flash, the shaggy man has a brown, drab donkey head. And it's only the head. It's just, just the, the head. head. Ew. Yeah. Um, That's she's even like, worse she's like, for a donkey. Is it, is it something else? But yeah, the shaggy man. (laughs) Don't just move past that, you psycho. But okay, Dorothy and Polly both break out into laughter when they see the shaggy man. I mean, it's a little less traumatizing than Button Bright getting a fox head. I guess they know it's Well, they've already seen it happen once. I just want to know how it happens. Donkey heads are so stupid. 
Um, is it just like a little twirl and it's transformed? Or, yeah. Does it like pop or in? Is or is it, it like, like his fucking nose starts yeah. to grow? Yeah. His jaw skin, breaks and unhinges. I, yeah. It, like it hurts. Yeah. yeah his like teeth the, like get flat. And yeah. Cute. The hair sprouts out of his pores. Uh, yeah. He's like, go away. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, That's so fucked up. Honestly. Yeah, they think it's funny. Button Bright smiles at him, and the Shaggy Man is like, "Oh dear me, what a misfortune! Like you, f- stupid fucking yeah. king, give me my head back! What a like, world! What a world! If you love me, give me my head back!" And the king is like, "Oh, you don't like it?" Shaggy Man says, "Hee-haw! I hate it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has a hee haw, and he says, "Take it back." But bad news, Kicker no. Bray's magic only works one way. He, yeah. he can't he can do things but he can't undo at them. least we're given a solution this time because the foxes did not yeah. give us the antidote the antidote in this case is for the shaggy man to bathe in the waters of the truth pond oh. where's the truth pond <laughs> oz somewhere in oz he oh, doesn't okay. know i was like it's yeah. on the way yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's at the destination thank goodness yes. and dorothy's like okay like don't worry because like Ozma will know where the truth pond is. Like we'll be able to find it. So that's not even, yeah. not even a, a big deal. Yeah. Also, just like this, a little off topic, but not off topic because why can't she just do the signal? No, we know. I yeah. know. It's like why El did Frank, they give us El Frank that? Baum never should have made that a thing because now none of the books make it's sense. It's too yeah. powerful. It's like, girl. Why are you? Yeah, like, no, you know who wouldn't be a fox right now? It should only work during but, the solstice. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. who wouldn't be a donkey right now? The shaggy man. Yeah. But you know who if, wouldn't? A polychrome could be home yeah. right now. The thing is, if if Dorothy was playing by those rules, they never would have met Button Bright. They never would have met no. polychrome. They would have sat their asses down in the middle of all those 17 roads yeah. and waited for four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, she would have done her sign and then it would have been fine. Because that's how you get home, baby. That's yeah. how you get home. You have a freaking... You know. You have a wild card. They made it like God mode, you know? It's like when you're playing Grand Theft Auto yes. and you're like, okay, I'll use a couple of the cheats and then it's like, now I have like a machine gun with unlimited ammo and I can't be hurt like and the cops can't anymore. come. Exactly. <laughs> like, it ruins it. And I think that for that reason, I feel like that's why L. Frank Baum is like, I'm not even going to mention it. Yeah. I don't think you'll mention it in this book because it's not fair. Yeah. It changes the rules so much that it's like it's not even fun anymore. And to be fair, he he wanted to stop writing these books like three books ago. True. He's, he's so He done. set things up that he did not understand the implications yeah. of. He didn't know he was going to have to keep going. Yeah. Um, but King Kickabray is like, oh, wait, you're going to oz and dorothy's like yeah like we were told we're closer to oz and we are to kansas so finding ozma is my fastest way home yeah, he's like it, oh you know ozma yeah. he's he's cr- going crazy he's gagged he's like can you get me an invitation to her birthday party it's supposed to be the grandest celebration in all of fairyland the shaggy man he yawns again and he's like you deserve punishment for transforming me not yeah. a fucking invitation yeah you're not going to a birthday party <laughs> bitch polychrome was like please don't say hee-haw anymore like it's actually super creepy yeah. and the shaggy man's like i can't bitch. help it i'm trying not the to head look at me the head once. yeah and he's like yeah, <laughs> his he's... new throat is aching for a hee-haw yeah. He's like, I can't help it. Like, Button Bright, don't you want to, like, yelp like a fox? And Button Bright's like, don't know. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't, so. changed there, I guess. <laughs> and Dorothy, I don't know why, but I she's asking either. for Polly's advice. She's like, Polly, what do you think? Should I give the Donkey King an invitation to Ozma's birthday party? No. Polychrome well, is dancing in the corner right now. She go, she's like, ah. <laughs> she's like, who's Ozma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, no, seriously, yeah, because she's like, 
I don't know. She was like, just like do what you think is best. Uh, and, but she the adds, he, the donkey might amuse the people of Oz. So Dorothy's like, okay, sure. Like, but you have to feed us and give us beds tonight. And the king agrees. Yeah, he's like, good, he huh, excellent. Good thing um, Dorothy knows people in high places. Seriously, yeah. yeah. So Kickabray asks them what they want for dinner. Do they want bran mash <laughs> or do they want ripe oats on the shell? Yeah, and they're like neither. And he's like, oh, like some hay or some fresh grass. And they're like, Dorothy's like, what the? Is heck? that all you have? Like, cook something for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's literally like, Why what else is me? there? Like, yeah, there's he's nothing like, else. He's like, what do you desire? Those are the four things you eat. Polychrome's like, ooh, ooh, we all want dewdrop some miss cakes yeah <laughs> she's like yeah. If, uh if you're giving me a choice yeah she's like if you're taking orders uh the shaggy man though so Too now many people eat different things right now so okay now everyone is ordering something different because oh. they are taking this as a request because the shaggy man is like oh i want a ham sandwich and some apples and button bright wants pie dorothy wants a beef steak and a chocolate layer cake bitch Ooh, okay like, you're gonna Does walk she into my home? house she's gonna pass the fuck out that's what she's planning on doing yeah she yeah. is she's, she's trying to get loaded be blocked up for the next week that's what she's oh doing. yeah <laughs> um but king kickerbury is like oh you all want something different wow how queer every living creature is except for donkeys yeah um but he's and, like i can do it but yeah he uses his staff to summon the food that everyone desires um and a little tea table appears before them and it's loaded with all the food that everyone wants. no chairs it looks though. great mm-hmm. Um, and after everyone eats, the king calls that tiny brown donkey back and he's like, ah, yeah, boss. Um, and he's <laughs> ordered to take them all to their beds for the night. Yeah. So they are taken to a house, just like another house. Uh, and they uh, open the door and there's nothing in there. It's just woven mats on the floor. But they're like, hey, that's all they have. So like they're not like put out by it. They're like, that's fine. And they sleep really well. It's like it's comfortable. Um and in the morning, they are awakened by the terrible sound of every donkey in the city going hee-haw at once to the morning. Yeah, even the shaggy man wakes up and it's like, hee-haw. Yeah. No. And like, <laughs> Button Bright is like, stop it, stop that, stop, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> like, Button Bright hates not gonna it. Stop. The girls are just like scowling at him and he's like, hey, like, I'm sorry, but like, I can't help it. I'll try not to. The book says that they all forgive him because he still had the love magnet in his pocket. But it's like, can you just like forgive him anyway? It's his first day with a donkey. Worst (laughs) to being a donkey. I had that in my notes too. I was like, interestingly, we note that it's only because of the love magnet. (laughs) Because is that not your friend? So no one's generous here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but uh, but thankfully, so they're not going to see the king again before they go. But he hadn't forgotten them. And so there appears a food of table or a table with food, everything they had the same the night before. So basically, he's like, "Oh, you eat this? Okay, all of you get that again." Yeah, Button layered cake for breakfast. Exactly. Well, yeah. Button Bright's like, "I don't want pie for breakfast." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so get something else. Yeah. Dorothy shared the steak with him, and then Button Bright and uh, and Polychrome, or Shaggy just ate- Man, and Polychrome. Yeah. What did I say? Oh, Button Bright. Yeah. Sh- uh, Shaggy Man and Polychrome ate the same thing, and. Polychrome's mist cakes are just these like tiny little sparkling pearls on this little plate. Uh, it sounds so I picture sweet. like in ants when they like. Have you seen? Oh, ants the dewdrops. Like, suck the dewdrops. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like that. 
Uh, um, but after breakfast, the little brown donkey leads them to the end of town. And he's like, okay, by the way, King Kickabray says don't forget his invitation. And Dorothy's like, I won't. Yeah, leave me Jesus alone. <laughs> so they begin their walk again. And the road has beautiful flowers around it and trees. Um, but, like, they're a pretty strange group. Like, Polychrome is just, like, dancing out ahead of them, like, in her fluttering robes. And she's just fucking going for it. And then Toto's prancing around. Dorothy's holding <laughs> Button Bright's hand. So it's this little girl with, like, a fox-headed sailor suit boy next to her. And then the donkey-headed shaggy man is just, like, trudging in the back. Yeah. So they're a L motley Fr crew. L. Frank Baum <laughs> says there was probably never a stranger crew walking together. Yeah. But, I mean, Dorothy's always got some ugly friends. Yeah. yeah. Weird However, Polychrome was the first girl she's ever met in her travels, other than Ozma, who Ozma is a main character. Yeah. So, you know, And they technically, different. or I guess they have traveled together when they went to the gnome king Und yeah in osmo of oz but they weren't lost yeah they weren't lost it was like oh like let's meet and now we're friends okay mm -hmm. which i guess is true of everyone Dorothy that was more of a meets. mission but yeah and we already knew osmo so yeah but that is the end of chapter seven the shaggy man's transformation and blake what would you call that I'm calling that chapter deja vu because we uh, just read the same chapter twice. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was actually. hoping you'd make like a chapter four joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time as we continue with chapter eight, The Musiker. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham, co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre, audio production by Charlie Johnson, theme music written and performed by Rudy Klobus, cover art by Valentin Lucas.